When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 14th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. If you didn't see the tweet, uh, I would love to hear from any of you listening who have any experience opening a bar in New York City, or if you know someone who does, we have some really, really fun things that we want to do in New York City. Uh, I have a lot of design documents written about it, and we are just trying to find that correct partner to make it happen. Uh, If you know anyone or you suggest that, Nick, you got to talk to this person, please just send me a DM. My DMs are open on Twitter or reach out to me on Discord or just send me an email at info at pitcherlist.com. There are some really exciting things that are in the docket for us uh, in the future, and I want to find that right person to do it with them. All right. So yesterday I talked about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, and we're going to do the same thing again, but we have better schedules today, which is really nice. So I'm just going to say those again. I mean, it's a lot of the same pitchers because it's all about the series and everything, but I'm just going to go through it. So today it's Luis Castillo, Shohei Otani, Tyler Glasnow, Sandy Alcantara, Corbin Burns, Justin Verlander, Julio Urias, Kenta Maeda, Brian Bayo, Charlie Morton, and Jose Barrios. Again, nothing really new. I mean, we do have some switches here. We have Kenta Maeda today, so make sure that he is inside your lineup. So is Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios against the Diamondbacks. I just think it's an auto start. You go with him. It could be a probable start. I'm just going to say, look, if you have Jose Barrios, he's been on too good of a run. You're going to do that. If you have any sort of um, hesitations with, say, Corden Burns in Cincinnati, Justin Verlander against the Dodgers, who the earliest against the Mets, I understand that too. These are general loose rankings. You do not have to agree with me. Uh, I'm just going to say, look, I'm going to be starting those guys. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. Um, Probable start here. I understand if you don't want to do you Darvish against the Phillies. He's been kind of back and forth. I think for the second half, I'm a fan of you Darvish for the most part, but I do recognize like right now he has not found his groove. He goes against the Phillies, so he leads off that probable start here, and then Kyle Hendricks goes against the Red Sox as a sinker changeup guy with a really good command at the moment, and his curve isn't there, but it's been good regardless, and do not let that Yankee start uh, sway you otherwise. He was really good for a while, and then all of a sudden just had a bad moment. A questionable start here. Uh, Carlos Rodon against Coors. Oh boy, it's Coors. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do it because I think he's going to be on a little bit of a pitch count and it's course. And I want to say no, just wait this one and then have an ace the rest of the way, essentially. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez against the Mariners. He didn't look good with his command in his last outing. He might need a couple more. Remember, Eduardo Rodriguez had that good run at the beginning of the year because of command. And it wasn't there in his first start back from the IL. Now that said, it is the Mariners, so there might be a chance that he does click in here. It's a questionable start here, though, of course. Uh, John Gray against Cleveland. I have him in the Legacy League, and I'm not going to start him. I'm waiting for that start to feel confident again. I don't want to ruin my week on the first start of the of the week. He could just go a couple strikeouts or so, uh, as Cleveland doesn't strike out a ton. 
and his fastball command isn't there. So I'm a little worried about this one. I'd rather just hold on to Gray and think, okay, at some point he's going to get his rhythm back. And when he does that, then great. I feel like I have a stud for about a month or so. JP France against the Angels. It's fine. No trout. So that's fine. Uh, Dean Kramer against Miami. It seems like it's a little low considering how well he's performed, but he's also done poorly against, say, like the Brewers, for example, um, as is Cutter gets a little bit out of whack at times and the four seamer can get a lot of whiffs, but then sometimes it doesn't and there really isn't much else. So I'm not a huge fan of Dean Kramer, but I recognize that some of you might want this one against the Marlins. Miles Michaelis against the Nationals. It seems like it should work because our understanding of Michaelis is like, yeah, you're a Toby, but he's been really bad as a Toby this year. So And the, the ceiling isn't too high. Maybe it is for the ratio side, at least the ERA side, but it might be a whip well over one. It might just be like four strikeouts. So I don't know if I really want to chase that. Christopher Sanchez is my stream pick of the day against the Padres. I uh, it's I don't really want to do that because I think Sanchez has a nice changeup, but it really isn't just so much. And uh, the Padres can be very good. They are a um, uh, you know they're a volatile offense as well. So maybe this is Christopher Sanchez having his second half Vargas rule, a la like Ranger Suarez in twenty twenty one. But I don't really want to have to go with it. And also, Paul Blackburn can do well against the Twins. We've seen it before, but it's not really something I want to go after. Do not start here is Rich Hill against the Giants. I know it's the Giants, but Rich Hill is blah. Um, Ross stripping on the other side of it. Are the Giants even going to let him go five full innings? And he doesn't have his change from last year, so he's actually not that good, guys. Graham Ashcraft against the Brewers. It seems like it should be good, but Graham Ashcraft has terrible cutter command. And we saw one start when he returned from the IL of having an over 50% CSW slider, which is great. And then it didn't do that next time. And yeah, I don't buy it. Aaron Savali gets Texas, duh. Uh, Michael, uh, Michael Kopech against Atlanta, duh. Alec Marsh against the Rays, duh. I kind of find Alec Marsh interesting, but yeah, this is the Rays, no. Trevor Williams is just kind of smashed in here because... He's not very good. It is the Cardinals, so maybe there is like an outside dark horse chance here, but I don't want to do it. Ryan Nelson gets Toronto, so duh. And then Austin Gomber is in course against the Yankees, so duh. Okay, looking forward to tomorrow's games, and we're going to talk about this one, and of course, we're also going to talk about Sundays. We're talking about all those after this break. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog's Fantasy 7th Inning Stretch Tournament from now through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description and use promo code PITCHERLIST to receive 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the 7th Inning Stretch Tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck and may the best team win. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 and older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Spencer Strider, Kevin Gosman, Fran Valdez, George Kirby, Pablo Lopez, all lead the way, obviously. You have Zach Allen, he's against the Jays, but you still do it. James Paxton against the Cubs. Blake Snell and his chaotic magic of whatever this is, it's insane. It's funny because I really even haven't seen him have that one start to me that is just absolute true dominance. And he's still just doing amazing things against the Phillies. So yeah, obviously you're going to start him. Same with Zach Eflin against the Royals. The bottom three are a little bit more interesting in the auto start here. You have Freddie Peralta against the uh, Reds in Cincinnati. I know he has not been pristine. At the same time, Freddie Peralta, his four-seamer is looking great. He's getting his breaking balls for strike sliders specifically. 
I think this should be a lot better in the second half for Peralta, even with the walk rate that isn't great, but also when he was really good, he had a low walk rate. He's really good at hard contact mitigation, so I'm a fan of Freddy Peralta. Um, Andrew Abbott is on the other side of that against the Brewers. I know he just had a terrible start against the Brewers, but in the same way that we didn't truly believe how excellent his starts were before, yeah, we shouldn't really believe how bad it was here against the Brewers. I've not been the biggest Andrew Abbott fan, but I'm also not going to gloat or anything about that bad start. I'm like, no, that, that's much worse than it should be, too. He's still a very good pitcher. So start him against the Brewers. Marcus Stroman against the Red Sox has not been very good lately. He's allowed 15 earned runs in his last three starts combined. I believe it was, or maybe it was 12. It was either 3, 4, or 5, or 4, 5, or 6. I think it was 3, 4, or 5. Regardless, you might feel a little hesitation starting him against the Red Sox. I think Stroman still does a good job of getting his singers down, and he has a fantastic defense behind him. This should still be productive for you, and I think if you have Marcus Stroman, you're not going to bench him against the Red Sox. Probable start here, you have Alex Cobb against Pittsburgh. He's probable start because the splitter hasn't been there the past couple of outings, and what has saved him is the slider, which is really nice. I've been rooting for that slider to exist for a bit. At the same time, that's not really what he's done all year. So what are we going to get? Are we going to get the slider still being there and then the splitter return? Or are we going to see the slider disappear and then the splitter disappear? More times than not, it's the latter. So I'm a little worried. I want to see it actually play out well, but we'll see. Um, Pittsburgh is a nice matchup for him to start. So yeah, that's a probable start for me. Braxton Garrett against the Orioles. Uh, we have seen two straight starts of Braxton Garrett being kind of meh with his cutter and his sinker command. Hopefully that improves. So, and this is also a kind of a nice situation. Let me test to see like, hey, can you reclaim what you had? It's in Baltimore, which is a great place to pitch. So I like that one there for Braxton Garrett and Reed Detmers against the Astros. I know he just got blown up by the Dodgers. Two things I really want to mention with that. One is they took down the Dodgers before. It was seven innings of bliss. And then he didn't do this, do well in this one, which to me is like, yeah, Reed De- it's a different situation if you perform well, like your stuff is good and the team is just better, you know, and you get beat and it's kind of like a showcase of, hey, this is not as high of a ceiling as you think because when, even when he does well, Good teams are still going to beat him up. No, this was Reed Detmers missing with a slider um, and the Dodgers uh, being able to jump in the fastball. I think he's better than what he was against the Dodgers. He's already even shown that he can beat the Dodgers. And now it's the Astros without Alvarez. So I think this is a good start for you to go for. I think you should still do it as he is not the man that got blown up against the Dodgers. Questionable start here. You have J.P. Sears as your stream pick of the day because it's against the Twins. And sure, J.P. Sears could do that. Another backup option there is Steven Matz against the Nationals. I kind of like this. Nine strikeouts last time as he increases fastball velocity. It looks really good with just all three pitches. Now he gets the Nationals. I think that might be a sneaky start. If you pick him up for this and he does well, I don't think you're going to be able to pick him up after. It could actually be a really nice run. Kyle Gibson against the Marlins is an interesting one because he just had a golden gold, 23 whiffs. It was the best I've ever seen Kyle Gibson with amazing command of everything. We know that's not going to stick. So uh, this is the Marlins now. Maybe he does well enough. It's a complete coin toss. Speaking of coin tosses, we have Kodai Singh against the Dodgers. I imagine you'll get strikeouts. Who knows what the ratios are? Michael Lorenzen against the Mariners. It's not the highest of ceilings, but he could make that work as the Mariners could chase all of his sliders. Tom Walker, it's absolute chaos. And then it's against the Padres, which is also chaos as an offense. So there you go. Tony Gonsolin, who wasn't very good last start, but also... We knew is this kind of the same case as Abbott of like he was getting super lucky before and then he didn't get lucky here. And, you know, there's some middle ground. He's not a terrible pitcher. The Mets, you know, know what you're going to get. So, OK, um, it's a questionable start. 
And same with the la the next three here are all ridiculous. I mean, Zhuan Aviado at the very bottom was just kind of like, do whatever you want. I don't really want to start start Aviado and feel good about it. But I do think he's a step up from the Do Not Start guys. Maybe slightly different step than Jake Irvin at the top of Do Not Start as Jake Irvin is throwing harder and has this curl experimenting with his against St. Louis. But don't start him. Anyway, these three into the questionable start tier after Tony Gonsolin are Lance Lynn, Gavin Williams, and Andrew Heaney. All of them have legitimate upside to them, especially in the strikeout department. But I don't want to buy it. I don't I don't love chasing it start to start, especially Lance Lynn against Atlanta and Gavin Williams against the Rangers. That to me makes it just really tough for me to start them. I was even tempted to put him in a do not start tier, but I recognize if you're chasing strikeouts, these guys might do it. It's also Andrew Heaney against the Guardians. I have less faith in Andrew Heaney executing his game plan than the others, not to mention the Guardians don't strike out as much. So be careful with all three of those. Bench them if you can. If you need strikeouts, that might be something to chase. Uh, and the do not start here, as I mentioned, um, Jake Irvin is at the top of it. Might be something to consider, especially in your deeper leagues, as there might be some new skills that are actually sticking around that you might want to jump in on now on. The others are really obvious. You have Brady Singer against the Rays. No, thank you. Ranger Suarez is a doubleheader with the Padres and the Phillies. And Suarez hit the Vargas rule two starts ago against the Nationals. Then he faced the Marlins and did well, but sorry, did poorly again. And we just don't want to do this against the Padres. Clark Schmidt is in cores. Absolutely not. Across from Connor Siebold, hosting the Yankees. No, thank you. And Ryan Weathers is at the very bottom uh, below Siebold because I don't think he's going to go long enough. Or he's allowed to. And even if he does, what is he going to do? You know, you don't really want to do that. All right, that is it for today. I know it's a very short one, but because I don't have any other starters to talk about. I've talked about all of them across this entire week. I'm excited for the second half. Of course, PitcherList will be here the entire way through. We do not abandon you for football. We do have a football site, QBList.com, that will have its rankings out by the end of the month. But uh, stick around with us here. I'll be here all, all summer long, all fall long, just for you guys. Lots of exciting stuff on the docket. Um, but that is it. Uh, so my name is Nick Pollock, and may your bounce below and your strikeouts high.